found it. This is the Tidbits Podcast with Dale Lau and Matthew Paul. We're so glad you're here. Enjoy the show. It is a Thursday edition of Tidbits, 26th day of the month of October. This uh, will be the final Thursday of the month, Matthew. When we hit Tuesday of next week and we're done. That's right. Yeah. Then into November. Hmm. And all the great things that that will bring. Did you see the extended forecast for next? <laughs> I've not, not looked. Did you look at it? No, I no you need you need to. Let me. Because right. you do it much better. Yours is always gloom me, and doom. Rip that okay. bandaid off real quick here. Especially when it comes to inclement weather. Here we go. You ready? All right. Here we go. All right. <laughs> okay. Oh, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> we'll start Sunday. Okay. Sunday. Sunday. Be bad. Mostly cloudy. Light showers. Isolated. You know thunderstorms. Okay, right. Fifty-two. Okay, not right. bad for this time of year. Sunday night, okay. mostly cloudy, light showers, a low thirty-three. Oh my! Monday, oh geez, partly cloudy, chance of wintry mix. Are you kidding me? High forty-one. Now that's Monday, you say? Yeah. My Monday says slight chance of showers, mostly sunny. <laughs> well, okay, so and a high okay. of forty. So to be fair, I okay, believe. Okay. This is for earlier in the day, like probably okay, right. morning, because okay, okay. mine does say clear Monday night. Okay, so all right. There's clear. There's going to be some clearing. Okay, obviously. all right. But uh, high forty Tuesday, thirty eight Wednesday. Yep, twenty five in between. Yeah, there's another twenty five Tuesday night. Yep, but there's a chance of wintry mix. That's what it says, wintry, wintry mix. mix, and you got to figure with a low thirty three and chance yeah, of, yeah. you know. Could be sleet, could yeah. be some snow, right? Spits of it. Yup. What's going on? <laughs> you go from earlier this week, eighty-one, eighty-one, using the AC. Yeah. Then you need severe heat in your house. Aye, aye, aye. It's just uh, topsy-turvy weather. That's for certain. For certain. Mm. Now, of course, we're close to Halloween, and uh, the question: Would you buy a haunted house? Okay. The majority of house hunting Americans say they would, <laughs> so long as the home was appealing in other important ways. There you go. <laughs> well, forget you're being chased by a guy with a chainsaw. <laughs> we got three bedrooms and two baths. We're good to go. <laughs> a new survey from Zillow finds that 67% of potential home buyers would purchase a supposedly spooky residence if the home otherwise checked all their boxes, like having a swimming pool. Oh, for heaven's sakes. If you're spending that kind of money, you don't need to be buying haunted houses, do you? (laughs) Or a hefty backyard sitting in an ideal location. There you go. Or being more affordable than similar homes on the market. Now, if you had a family of, let's say, 16 killed in a house, okay? <laughs> I was just getting ready to say. <laughs> are, are you really going to be apt to buy it? Because you know it's going to be marked lower. Oh, yeah. yeah. But do you really want it? Because they got to tell you that. Oh, I know they do. I know. <laughs> That's why a lot of times those houses that have that kind of, they get, yeah. they get, they just get demolished. Yeah, because yeah. nobody, you know. Yeah. Some interested parties are braver than others. The poll found that 29% of respondents would actually be more likely to scoop up a place if it was said to be haunted. 
I, you know, you're getting yourself into a real weird world there if you, you know, because <laughs> some haunts are different than others. Sure. Some can be terrible yeah. from, you know, I mean, yeah. things I've seen, read. So, uh, I'm pretty I, sure you can take care of any hauntings. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, like you can. Poltergeist. Yeah, I mean, there's, there's ways of getting it out of there. Because they come out the TV, Matt. They come out of the TV. <laughs> and I've always got that on. Okay. <laughs> I don't want it coming out of the TV. You know, in our house, when we first moved in, um, we would hear, before we had kids, okay. we would hear um, like pots moving okay. in the kitchen. Yeah. You know, like you're watching TV and all of a sudden you hear, oh, okay, that's not weird. All right. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, did they go away? Um, did you, did yeah. you say go, leave me? Away, ghost! Because <laughs> supposedly, if they're not terrible haunters, you can just tell them leave you alone. One time I was walking upstairs, okay. and I had a conversation with my wife that never happened. So there's that. <laughs> well, that could just be your That could just be my mental. <laughs> <laughs> I came back down, and she's like, who are you talking to? I'm like, I was talking to you. No, you weren't. Uh, <laughs> that was that was that was weird yeah you know we had cats okay, we had a couple yeah, cats yeah. way back in the day and yeah. all of a sudden they would just stop and stare <laughs> you know they would stop and stare at the wall I'm like what are you seeing man <laughs> i believe this i really do okay mm -hmm. i you know I, i'm not a disbeliever i i do believe it i just don't i didn't want the the terrible kind okay but sure sure a few, you know, this, that's a cabinet opening and closing. I, I can live with, okay? Mm -hmm. I just don't want the, the bitter, nasty ghosts. The ones that are like, yeah. Yeah, that, that are out to get you. Like throwing stuff around. And, yeah. yeah. So anyway, that's what people say about buying a, a house. That, Have you ever had a legit encounter with a ghost? Personally? Okay. <laughs> and, you know, because I thought it was the weirdest thing. I was in high school. All right. Okay. Driving down the rural road with okay. friend. Friend was driving. I'm the passenger. Right. And I see this premonition. Okay. It's it's like standing by the road, a woman in white. Yeah. Kind of bent over. It was weird. Yeah. And I'm thinking, you know, I, and uh, I don't. And I just after it, I did, and he saw it too. So it wasn't just me. But that, you know, that's the only thing that stands out in my mind is a remembrance. I, I have one almost identical. To no that. kidding. Yeah. So um, I was dating this girl. And at the time we were we were in Indianapolis. We we're coming back home. It wasn't super late. It was um, between nine, nine thirty. OK. OK. And um, my parents, they, they lived over on the northwest side of Howard County. We're coming down to kind of the back roads. Right. And. uh if you want to be super local, it was just kind of down the road from Green Acres. All right, if you know where Green Acres is, it was in that area on 750. That's the place for me. <laughs> Farm living is the life. So we're driving. <clears throat> no one else is coming at us, right? Okay. It, it's just, I'm, you know, it's just empty. Yeah, that's us. Yeah. And right, right by one of these bridges on 750 across 22, there's, um, it, it gets a little hilly. Okay. And we came over this hill, and there's a group of people. 
standing by the road. Okay. Right? A group. I, I mean, yeah, like a like tall, short, okay. fat, skinny. Just a variety. Man, woman, child. I mean, just standing by the by the road. Okay. I hit the brakes. All right? I mean, I legit, like, oh, my gosh, hit the brakes. Right. Bam, they're gone. No kidding. How did she see it? And so I, I drive along. <laughs> We, we drive along in silence anything. until okay. we get All we right. get to mom and dad's house, and we pull in, and I'm like, <laughs> "Did you happen to see?" And that that's I got that much out. Yeah. She's like, "I don't want to talk about it." Wow. Okay, you saw it too. Now what? What is that? And later we did talk about it, yeah. and we both saw the exact same thing. Okay. Now this lady didn't. I mean, she didn't look like a you know normal. It was almost like a lighted figure so to speak mm-hmm. you know i don't know but it was just i i just remember that and never have forgot about it and he saw it too so when i was when i was with my wife we were living here in town um we were looking at a house that was for sale it was on high street which one i'll never tell <laughs> and um we were <laughs> and it was uh, it was seriously on high street and you could take the alley to kind of go behind okay, it yeah. so i was like let's go look at the back of it from the alley okay so we're, we're in the alley and um same same sort of thing i next to where they they put out the uh the trash yeah receptacles there's a kid standing there okay and he's wearing like like 1920s garb right okay. like little right. hat so, and so, so he looks, like, looks so, yeah i mean absolutely i'm like what the and then he was gone <laughs> Well, that's Timmy Hotsapple. Yeah, I mean, maybe, you know, <laughs> 9, 10, 11, 12 years old, something yeah. like that, just standing by the alley, and bam, he was gone. I, just, I, I do believe it. You know, I, I really do. Like, if you imagine one of those kids, if you ever saw the musical Newsies, yeah. where they have, you know, the little hats yeah, and the yeah. suspenders and, yeah. the, you know, the britches. That's what it looked like. <laughs> bam, he's gone. And you're not thinking about that. You're not. If you're going to see a kid, you're not envisioning a kid looking like. No, that. absolutely not. You know, <laughs> that's that's what made me think. Oh, and there he, he was gone. So yeah, I I I certainly believe it. Maybe our listeners have had their their own stories. So um, anyway, my wife has the most. I should bring her in. I should make her get up and come okay. in and, and tell the story because okay. it is right. it is in, it is insane, and it happened in Miami County. Is that right? Yeah. Okay. Now you can choose to sit on it or you know whatever you want to do with it. It's her. I mean, it's her story. Okay. She uh, tells them. Yeah, right. it's much better than than. Okay, then yeah. you could. But it involves one of those like old, forgotten cemeteries oh, in the middle goodness. of a, you know what I mean. There's one over there that yeah. I know of. Yeah. Hookman's, they called it. Oh. I don't know if it's that one. I don't know which one it is, but it's one of those types. And, <laughs> and by the way, yeah. the, the group of people I saw yeah. that, were, that was standing next okay. to the road, yeah. um, you know, I, I, of course, told mom and dad about it, whatever. And like two or three years later, my mom calls me and she's like, hey, remember that uh, encounter you had down the road? And I'm like, yeah. She says, well, apparently some farmer was digging up some land and they found an old pioneer oh. grave site. Oh, my. So, so you know, like back in yeah, the day, yeah, you just buried them, you just where buried they were. them out yeah. by the back tree, and that's kind of what yeah. they found. Wow, yeah. See that the whole family evidently was there. Yeah, <clears throat> hanging out. It's just weird stuff, and um, 
I certainly believe it. But this cemetery I'm discussing, I never would, you know, I'm not a guy that wants to ever desecrate anything or nothing, okay? <laughs> and again, this was in high school, okay? All of my, and this, is, this cemetery was the weirdest because uh, coffins were sticking out of the ground. What? Yeah, they were, because it had settled and whatever. And sure. And poking out. You had a tree with the limbs growing into the ground. It was just a weird, weird place. Dang. And all those gravestones dated back to the 1800s. Yeah. You know, I mean, they were just... Right. It's scary. Yeah. I mean... I don't know if it was that one or not. I know it was the one that they, that her and some friends heard about, and they were like, let's go check it out. So, of course... I mean, this, it's not anything you'd think of. It's off the beaten path. Yeah. You know, so... Yeah. We'll uh, have more tidbits after this. This is Tidbits. Tidbits on a Thursday as we continue with more of the the stories that uh, I love to tell. Here's a customer. A customer says they were... Access, uh, accessing the safety deposit box <laughs> at a New York business ended up locked in a vault for more than 10 hours. <laughs> Jeez. He was in the vault in the basement of the World Diamond Tower when employees closed the door. They didn't know someone was still inside. Now, if this guy had done some research prior to going, he could figure out a way to shimmy out. He'd be yeah. a diamond thief. Right. You know, something. No doubt. The vault, owned by DGA Security, used by several Diamond District businesses. Now, how can you be that lax, okay? And again, it's like the guys driving the, the, the trucks, okay, the armored vehicles, without latching the door. Right. <laughs> Gosh. Firefighters were called to the scene. They were able to communicate with the man via security cameras and a phone system. They determined the vault was on a timer lock and could not be opened by employees. Oh, wow. This is like a movie heist. It really is. Firefighters attempted to cut through a concrete wall (laughs) to get into the vault, but they stopped when they reached metal plating because they worried that further efforts would put the man at risk of injury. (laughs) They decided... To wait for the timer. <laughs> you know what? He'll be fine. He'll be fine in there. <laughs> to wait for the timer, as he was not in danger of running out of oxygen. He was finally freed when the time lock opened at 6.15 a.m. Wednesday morning. Wow. He was examined by EMS at the scene <laughs> before being sent home with a pocket full of diamonds. Yeah. Do you think they frisked yeah. him? Surely you did. Didn't you, you would think so. You would think I so. I mean, you know, I mean, it's not your fault you're in there, but yeah. Wouldn't you be tempted? I don't know what's in this vault. Are you but are you able to access anything yeah. in there? I mean, it's Can all you? usually pretty locked up. Yeah, yeah, you probably couldn't get to anything. Yeah. Maybe they do. Maybe they just have them sitting out in open trees. <laughs> we don't know. Like Scrooge McDuck. They just have everything just sitting out, you know. <laughs> We've never been in a diamond vault. We don't know what it's like. But if we were, we're going to base it on a cartoon character. Yes, we are. 
I don't. You know it's hard to unload diamonds. Is it? Yeah. Because because um, I'm so sick of this. <laughs> <laughs> right. I just lose my volume totally. Um, but you, because of the suspicion. No, just because. You know, a lot of if if people are buying diamonds, yeah. they typically will buy them from a wholesaler. Okay, and so they can get them much cheaper, like in the diamond district where yeah. this guy is. Yeah, I don't. How do diamonds become so valuable? Now you can make them. Evidently, when you crap out, you can be carbonated. And, yes, you can. And, <laughs> carbonated. Carbonated. <laughs> and turned into a diamond. <laughs> then your spouse can wear you around her neck. That's right. You know. Well, how much do you think? How many carrots do you think you'd get out of you? Oh my gosh, six or seven carrots at least. <laughs> It'd be a big old diamond. <laughs> well, there's Matt. He's around Lindsay's neck. <laughs> Why is she all slunched over? Oh, she's wearing old Maddie today. <laughs> but the, you know, I mean, and now they make artificial diamonds. Yeah. You know, so yeah, and gold. Who came up? Yeah. And that dates back centuries, gold, oh, yeah. you know, but. Um, Gold's always been seen as you know, valuable and. It's just, I don't know. I have none of it. Same. We had a former employee here that had bars <laughs> all over his, all over his <laughs> That bedroom. was the funniest thing. We were like having a conversation just like this one day and about, you know, various metals and whatever. And then he like just dropped that he had just bars of silver on his dresser. <laughs> We're like, what? Just sitting there. Just, <laughs> he acted like, well, doesn't everybody have bars of silver? <laughs> no. And he's the last guy on earth. You think it'd have a buck. Yeah. You know? Yeah. He had bars of like. <sighs> now, they do make them small. Yeah. So they don't have, you know, you see it in the movies. Yeah. You know, those big gold bars. Okay. Yeah. I mean, those big. And it takes two men to move it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Can you imagine having one of those right now? Just one of the, which one of them? Yeah. Man, just sitting there on your dresser. You're staring at it every night when you go to bed. Oh, look at you. <laughs> look, oh, today you're worth blah, blah, blah. Look at that. <laughs> yeah, it fluctuates, I'm sure. But that, that'd be wonderful. Speaking of diamonds, employees at Pittsburgh International were able to find a traveler's diamond that fell off her ring in the bathroom. Now, normally when that happens, you're just pretty much out of luck. But Kristen and Brett... Tunno of Oakdale said they flew from Harry Reid International in Vegas, had a layover in Minnesota, arrived in Pittsburgh and were prepping to leave in their car when Kristen realized the middle diamond was missing from her ring. Oh, there no. goes, oh, Matt, where's Matt? <laughs> Down the drain. <laughs> the, the, the ring had recently been given to her by her 99-year-old grandma. She had no idea if the diamond had fallen off at any of the other three airports or on the plane. I mean, you don't know. Right. Her husband filed a missing property report on Pittsburgh International Airport's website, set an alarm to call the next morning at 6 a.m. A customer service worker at the airport arrived at 5 a.m. and saw the report, which said the couple had only visited Concourse D, a restroom and baggage claim. She searched two restrooms, and in the second, she found the diamond on the floor. There it is. Seriously? <clears throat> yeah. It'd been on the floor that long? Evidently. Wow. Because you're not looking, unless you're really cleanly, and you're looking to see, you know, and then, oh, right. diamond. 
She alerted an information desk worker who happened to put on the phone uh, with Brent at the uh, at that particular time. Kristen was overjoyed to hear that news. They returned to the airport, retrieved the diamond, and were able to thank employees in person. That's incredible. Now, how many folks are going to turn that in? Again, you know, right. I mean, this is... A, yeah, your morals are really, you know, there can really be judged sometimes, you know? Yeah. We've had stories of people leaving thousands of dollars in things they left at Goodwill. And they just turn it yeah. back to them. I mean, and, you know, I just, I don't know what I do. You know, because I'm always hard up. Uh, you know, I'm just hard up, Matt. Yeah. So I, so I, did, I did some research. Okay. All right, gold bars. All right, here we go. All right. All right. So... It's all in kilos and grams. All right, all right, so go with the biggest one we see on TV in the war movies. They're stealing from the Nazis, <laughs> okay? So let's see what they're getting from the Nazis. So, okay, the two heaviest ones I could find. Okay. One kilo gold bar, which one, a kilo, one kilo is two pounds, a little over two pounds. Is that what it is? Okay. I don't know. But then there's also a 12 and a half kilo, okay. which is 27 and a half pounds. Okay. So, not the size we see in the movies. Evidently, they shrunk them. Yeah. Okay. So, what are we looking at? Cost? So, a okay. kilo gold bar. Okay, a kilo. All right. Now, so, if you're a drug dealer, you're familiar with that term. <laughs> <laughs> you may even have a dog named Kilo. Okay. So. <laughs> right now, as right. of October 25th, Troy ounce of gold is worth $1,974.50. Okay. All right. A one kilo gold bar is $65,548. Wow. The 12 and a half kilo oh my. is $824,000. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. And you could move that on your own. That's not that heavy. Okay. Mm-hmm. Man. Yep. That's amazing. Now, one ounce gold bar is yep. 2,075. 100 gram gold bar, okay. 6,640. Man. So, there you go. Now, you've got me thinking all about this now. Oh, my. The wealth I could have. And to think, you know, you think about all the places in just North America, all right? And let's whittle it down to the United States. Sure. All the places through the few hundred years history mm-hmm. that someone could have buried something. Oh, yeah. Okay? Yeah. You know, it's just, you 100%, know, yeah. Who knows? Right. Right. And then if you find it, like these people do, then you report, don't ever say it. Shut up. Okay? Because they're going to take it. Right? Yeah. I mean, they always do. Yeah. That one person found a whole bunch of gold coins or whatever. And, you know, maybe it was in a great heist in 1840. <laughs> you know? But those are finders keepers. What? Finders keepers. Okay. <laughs> finders, that's that's the rule of law. Finders keepers. <laughs> because if you say anything, but then again, if you try to unload it, then what happens? You're kind yeah. of screwed. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Unless you go to the black market, and that you know, there is that. I've got a little book at home full of black market locations. Oh, do you? <laughs> Let's see. I need to unload gold shillings. <laughs> I got a silver bar guy. <laughs> That's Frank the Rat Face Shanigan. Now here's my Venus flytrap guy. Got him. <laughs> that was the strangest story that was ever. The strangest story. <laughs> Getting a quarter. <laughs> or paying a quarter. And there was a raid. They had a raid yeah. on his house. 
for like thirty-eight dollars worth of plants for a federal, a federal offense, a federal crime. <laughs> it was dealing an illegal Venus flytrap. <laughs> Had to be very lucrative. Oh, oh my god there we go we've got uh, tidbits completed on this thursday okay one day to go matt and we'll do that tomorrow all right have a good one see you buddy this has been tidbits with dale Lau and matthew paul we appreciate you listening and we ask that you consider subscribing leave a comment leave a like and thanks for stopping by we'll talk to you again next time on tidbits